It's the K-pop cast. And that's me and my DJ voice, I think. It's DJ Peter Lowe here uh, on the K-pop podcast. I'm joined by two co-hosts for this episode. Supermatic. Hello, hello, everybody. What's up? And Kate Supermatic is a K-pop B-boy. Mm-hmm. And I'm joined by Cheryl. And Cheryl, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure the best way to introduce you. I know you from the Drama Candy podcast. But how would you like to be introduced in front of your in front of our listeners? I mean, I'm Cheryl. I'm a cancer. No, <laughs> I also run a blog called Candy Candy. That's right. With two Ks. I don't know why we like to em- emphasize that, but <laughs> it's just a blog about things that my friend Terry and I like about art, music, pretty much a lot of Asian influence stuff. So <laughs> that's what we do. And then Drama Candy is just the how you cast in our yes. little network. Yes, that's Ooh. right. So, Super Mac, what do we have on the show outline for today? All right, we've got an awesome show ahead for everybody today. Of course, we've got Cheryl in the building, our special guest. We are going to be doing a few Daybok or Not segments, taking a look at uh, the final chapter from 21, maybe? <laughs> we'll be taking a look at uh, the honeybee of uh, Luna, Honey, and Solar. Solar. And uh, we'll be taking a look at a song called Round and Round from the Goblin OST, the hottest drama in the land of K-drama right now. Yeah. All right. So here we go. What's the thing you're obsessed with these days? K-pop. What is this? Korean pop music? I just the Korean wave? It's the K-wave. And it's washed over Asia for the last few years. It's the best thing you've ever seen. Uh, a girl's generation. A wave of super groups with infectious hooks. I'm really impressed. I, I'm speechless, really. It's a global phenomenon. Joined here by Cheryl of the Drama Candy Podcast, also at the Candy Candy blog. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Cheryl, what's going on? What's what's uh, what are you currently working on? What's what's uh, in your universe? It's funny right that now? you ask that. Yes, um, my uh, co-founder, co-person of Candy Candy. We're actually starting our own podcast over there as well. No kidding. So that's coming up. Um, 
haven't really figured out what the concept's going to be, but it's going to happen in the next week. So, <laughs> what, are you, what are you guys going to cover? Um, I think we're pretty much going to try to cover things more from kind of a fan and us perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah. <laughs> okay. We're still trying to flesh it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you for saying flesh properly. Like, I, I hate it when people use that expression, but they say flesh it out. I'm like, mm. <laughs> uh, no, wrong. But grammar. <laughs> Wait, but so what's going on? You're, you're continuing on with the Drama Candy podcast, yes? Yes. Okay. Because I, what I always like about the Drama Candy podcast is that you guys, what I, what I know I'm always getting is that you guys are going to be very genuine and give your really unfiltered thoughts <laughs> on what's going on. That's pretty much how India and I talk in real life. <laughs> like, that's why we're still friends, I yeah. guess. So, and then, you know, with Terry, you're going to hear how Terry and I talk. Not that we talk any more different than, like, India and I do, but... Mm-hmm. Indy and I talk more about dramas. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and for our listeners who aren't familiar with the Drama Candy podcast, you guys cover everything. Um, I feel like everything covered underneath the How You Wave, right? I think we tried to. Um, I don't think we really reach a lot of movies as much. Mm-hmm. And I think like during the last episode, I kind of mentioned that I want to try to do like a really long drama mm. just because not a lot of people cover that mm-hmm. in the Hollywood space and I, I just don't think it's that popular to begin with mm-hmm. it's more of a Korea thing sure so we'll see how that happens mm. or works out I should say mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay cool listeners should go to candycandy.com to, to find more for Terry and I stuff and then for drama candy right now we don't have a website but we are on Twitter it's drama candy pretty much everywhere we also have a Facebook SoundCloud iTunes Google Play <laughs> and soon an Instagram. Oh yeah, I oh. I need to get on that more. All the platforms under the sun. Yeah, oh, we're yeah. also on Tumblr. Oops. Ooh, Ooh Tumblr. <laughs> Keeping that going. Cool. Well, let's kick it off to our recurring segment. Yeah, it's Daybok or not. not. <laughs> yes. Um, and Matt and I were trying to say words at the same time just mm-hmm. because we think it sounds cool. <laughs> yes. I was like, they didn't tell me this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a secret. Yeah. Um, so, Dear Black or Not, it's our weekly recurring segment where we mm-hmm. review songs, the latest hits coming out that week. Um, first up, we asked our, our listeners, you know, what do you guys want to hear? It was kind of hard to decide, but I think we're just going to do both of them. Okay. So we'll go with uh, Honey's uh, Honey EXO and Solar's Honeybee. Kicking it off for Honeybee. What happens in this music video, Supermatic? So we've taken, or we're, we're given three of the hottest vocalists in the K-pop game today. We've got Luna from FX, we've got Hani from Exit, and we've got Solar from Mamamoo. And pretty much the three of them were just thrown together. They were told to do their thing. <laughs> Vocals, they pretty much, they, they deliver on their end. They're just sexy and having fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, if you haven't seen it, the quick mm-hmm. version is, is that they're in a bowling alley dive bar setting. <laughs> and I, we can get more on it later. And they yeah. just do dance and they walk around the setting. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you had anything more to add, Cheryl. I mean... They're wearing contacts. <laughs> They're wearing contacts. Circle lenses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. So what did you think of this trio? I mean, what do you, do you guys think they play off of each other well? 
I've heard people say it's like the three queens. <laughs> I don't oh, know if I, I go that, that far. So much. <laughs> the queens or three queens? I hate like when anybody calls anybody a queen. Mm, Maybe it's because yeah. I'm a Beyonce fan. But oh, yeah. I mean, there there can there can only be like one person on top, and every stan is wants to say that it's their person mm-hmm. who's on top, and that's yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I could picture them doing more. Uh-huh. You know, I, did, I don't feel like this is kind of like a one-off kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I definitely would like to see more. I hope it's not a one-off. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, thematically, they each kind of go together. Mm-hmm. And, and also in terms of the roles that they play in each of their respective groups that they come from. Yeah. I think they all kind of carve out a very similar niche within that each of their groups and it comes together nicely as this uh, as this trio mm-hmm. do you guys think they complement each other i mean in what ways do you i felt like they complemented each other well like i was excited when i first saw that these three were coming together to do this song uh-huh. uh i the funny thing is i didn't really give much thought to the music video until after the fact just because i was curious about how this song would sound and how they would play well off of each other vocally mm-hmm. and for me i felt like they did a really solid job but the one who stood out to me was Solar. Like for some yeah. reason, even though I felt like all three did a really good job, Solar just nailed it out the park for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess I've come to expect that being a Mamamoo fan. Again, thank you for that, Peter, because you're the one who turned me on to Mamamoo. <laughs> yeah. So. And we also met one of the uh, vocal trainers. Yes. For, Referring to a previous episode of Born Star, mm-hmm. we interviewed a K-pop training that was a really agency. Good oh, yep. <laughs> yeah. So we, we met one of the vocal trainers who mm-hmm. uh, got to know Solar on a more personal basis. <laughs> uh, you know, for me, the in terms of this music video as a whole, what stood out to me is that it looks like they were going for a concept. Um, I don't expect all our listeners to get this, but if you've ever been to a dive bar and there's that like 50, 60 year old lady there who's like, you know, spends her entire day there. That's what I thought they were going for, except oh. the the slimmed down sexy version. <laughs> In terms of like what you, you know, Who's lady- that over there. That's Trudy. She's always here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like these girls have never been to a dive bar before, but it looked like that's. They that also was- never bowled. <laughs> That much is obvious. I mean, if you look at their nails, it's like, mm, no, yeah. can't, can't <laughs> throw a bowling ball like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was interesting to me because it's funny. Like, I, I'm not sure if any of our listeners will also get this joke, but there's another YouTuber I follow or who I used to avidly follow. Uh, and he did a review of Justin Bieber's baby music video. And he was like, who goes to the bowling alley and you dance in the alley? You don't go to bowling alley to dance. You go to bowling alley to bowl. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought the same thing as soon as I saw the three of them like in the alley. But, uh, but on that same note, I mean, one thing I did appreciate, maybe it's just because like, I'm also a dancer and I'm also a sucker for sexy girls doing body rolls. <laughs> body roll, body roll, body roll. That was really for cool. days. <laughs> uh, going back to their, like, their look, mm-hmm. it's like they pulled off the light denim I think outfit well mm. that I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend anyone that wear those outfits <laughs> unless they're them. Yeah, right. And again, it's like I feel like it's kind of you'd see something similar mm. ladies you'd see at the dive bar, but <laughs> not <laughs> Trudy wears that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I you were saying earlier Cheryl that uh they were wearing circle lenses. Oh yeah. I mean contacts. it's a very kind of annoyed me, but it worked with the colors in the video. I personally don't like it. Yeah. In terms of the choreo for the song, like it felt like they were each kind of disjoint from each other. There's only one scene together when they're all doing the album on the bowling alley. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all doing the same choreograph sequence 
together, but it's not interactive. Yeah. They're all just doing the mm-hmm. same choreo together, all facing, you know, the camera. Um, and I felt that that was kind of how I felt to the song as well. I, I know that with um, when we reviewed Zico's Bermuda Triangle, mm. it was the same sort of criticism that like you've got each of these like three great, you know, titans of K-pop. Yeah. And you bring them together, but they don't fully interact with each other. Mm-hmm. We listen to the chorus of the song of this song, Honeybee, and we oh, know yeah. that they're layered for the for the chorus. But um, in terms of the interaction with each other, I mean, even how it's filmed, you focus on one girl. Okay, next girl, it's her turn. Yeah, and then it goes on to the next girl, mm-hmm. and there there's not enough. Um, I don't know interaction. Yeah, it felt engagement. very sequential instead of more like free forming and normal. Yeah, <laughs> and and I mean that could have been you know politically the who was it i think it was mystic or whoever entertainment yeah who pulled them are they they're each from different labels right i mean they're all from different labels which Mm -hmm. is which makes this interesting yeah Yeah. and so i mean maybe they were brought together because like they were just trying to be polite in terms of like well you're going to get this many seconds this person get this many seconds so that it's not like oh well this group shot it looks like this person gets more priority over another i don't know this is me maybe (laughs) speculating too deep into it i'm actually not sure how that worked either Mm -hmm. because the thing for me like one of my uh well i don't want to call it a criticism but one of the things that i guess was more on like the not so highlight side for me with this song and the music video too Mm -hmm. is that it's like what three minutes and 20 seconds it by the time i got to the end it felt like it ended before it even really began like, yeah, I didn't feel like I was given a lot considering the three artists that we were just listening to. Mm-hmm. Like, long story short, for me, it's just when you think of Honey, Luna, yeah. Solar, like on their own, they're incredible vocalists already. Yep. And mm-hmm. they're known for the groups that they each were respectively are a part of. Yeah. You bring them together, you can't help but have high expectations because of that potential, that window's there. Mm-hmm. I honestly, as a fan of all three, I felt kind of underwhelmed. I was like, yeah, just I'm a not little. Given yeah. what I expected yeah. with this trio. Yeah. So. That was a little bit of uh, of the downside for me. And on your note, too, with the music video, I was like, it's pretty simple. I kind of expected more. Like, I wish that they would have swung for the fences, go for broke, because you could have yeah. done so much more with what you have here on the table. Yeah, I, I mean, at one point in the song, we do hear Solar kind of belted out. Mm-hmm. And it was like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I think all three of them could have done that, that yeah. more, or even harmonized. And that would have been fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's where it kind of like lacked. And that's why it makes it a little disposable. Like that's why I want to hear more because they do sound good. Yeah. I just would have liked to hear them sound more good together. Yeah. Yes, I said more good. Yeah, yeah. More good. (laughs) Better, gooder. (laughs) (laughs) Another thing that I noticed is that like when I was uh, watching the video, I could see like Pharrell and Niall yeah, Rogers in the background, and I'm ask like, about that. Is that approved? I, <laughs> I, I totally missed the scene. In yeah. the, I'll have to re- rewatch it. It's right in the beginning of the MV when it opens up with the three of them standing in the bowling alley. If you look at the screens at the end of the lane, you can see Pharrell. They're just playing Niall random Rogers. videos, but uh, I noticed those, that video like right away. I was like, is that Niall Rogers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Okay, <laughs> it's an unintentional consequence of, of the set. <laughs> yes. Because, I mean, Pharrell is known for having some interaction across, like, with K-pop and stuff. So, I was wondering yeah. if there's a little something there. I, I feel like if they just left a video on, to tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> what did we think of the song? I mean, in terms of, like, will you play this? Did you like the song? I found it enjoyable. Uh-huh. I mean, uh, what did I write down <laughs> here? I, I have notes. Uh it opens right away with the catchy hook where, like, Hani's going, like, B for the honey, B. Like, it's, yeah. it's a catchy, repetitive chorus, which is 
basic formula for getting it stuck in your head. Mm-hmm. But I can't get over that screeching tuba or saxophone yes. towards the end. It, 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 it honestly kind of annoyed me. The only thing that saved the song for me was the job the girls did vocally, mm-hmm. which is probably what saved the song for me. Mm. Uh, I just kind of wish that, as, again, as I said, they did more. I mm-hmm. felt like, honestly, all three were kind of holding back. Like, we didn't really see the full potential or range that all three of these girls can go for. Aside from yeah. that one moment where Solar belts it out. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, this song doesn't have a definitive moment or like that oomph that makes it mm-hmm. totally memorable. Yeah. Like I said, fun, disposable. <laughs> it's fun. I liked listening to it, but I don't know if it would be on replay. Yeah. Same thing for me. Um, what, what I noticed right away is that it, I, I looked into this. I was trying to find whoever produced uh, Huron's Paradise. Mm. Because I feel like they took the same instrument set from Paradise and then they used that and they composed this song, Honeybee. So all the same instruments, that same annoying brass that you mentioned earlier, (laughs) the same percussion. um, It it sounded like all the same instruments. Um, So I I was like, is this the same producer who's just like recycling stuff? But it looks like it's probably different guys. I think Honeybee is um, Kunte Park. Does Does this music video guys give you hope? in terms of more cross-label collaboration. We've seen a few this past year, um, I think notably with like SM Station. But mm-hmm. are you guys eager to hear hear or see more of this? Definitely. Yeah. I mean, considering how I was wishing for a little better, I again, I hope this is not a one-off. I would love to see these three come together for another song. Mm-hmm. It's something that, that push, goes for the, mm-hmm. pushes the ballad a little more. Yeah, the potential's definitely there. I just, I feel like there's a lot farther these three can yeah. go. I would love to see these ladies do just something slightly different than what they did here. Mm-hmm. What I like about this, you know, cross-label, you know, bringing them together, it's, it sort of feels like an Avengers movie. You know, you have <laughs> like each like superhero in their own universe and then like, mm-hmm. oh, bring them together for this super movie. And yeah. that's what it feels like for a lot of these music videos when you bring all these mm-hmm. different like members idols together for one so i'm excited to see more of that i would like to see more of it mm-hmm. so on the whole for audio how would you rate it supermatic and for our listeners who aren't familiar one is the lowest five is the highest mm-hmm. audio i actually gave it a 3.5 i mean it's mm. an enjoyable enough song i wish i could i could have given it four especially again as i said because i know these three artists i know how how much they could do but for what the song is honeybee itself uh 3.5 seemed most fair to me just because like i again long story short i just i wish that they did as much as i know they can do yeah yeah cheryl um i'm gonna go with three yes a very generous three. Oh, <laughs> not very generous actually i was actually leaning more to like 2.5 but the only reason why i go to three is because of solar because uh, yeah. that little bit right there <laughs> yeah yeah and i i am also a three um i thought it was very satisfactory in terms of the song, I, I really like next closest sibling to the song is uh, Huron's Paradise. And that song I really liked, but that song I liked maybe because it just had twerking in it. I don't know. It, it, <laughs> maybe because it was more hip hop friendly. Um, and this song, like, I'm not going to, outside of like, you know, K pop only gigs or kids only who specifically ask for this song, I'm not going to play it anywhere other than that. Yeah, so yeah. that that's why I can't give it more. So a three for me. Huh. Um, in terms of the concept, would not recommend that light denim on anyone else, but these girls, I think, really pull it off. <laughs> so I liked it in terms of their outfits and in terms of uh, how sensual they are when they're presenting themselves when the spotlight is on each of the members. Um, as a group, I, again, I was disappointed. And the setting, it just feels a little disjoint. So for the concept overall, I shall give it a three. 
Hmm. So again, not bad. I think it's satisfactory, but like I wasn't blown away. I, I don't think there was anything particularly bad to take away from this experience, but like I wasn't drawn to it. It's fairly forgettable. Hmm. No? I'm also a three. Yeah. <laughs> but mainly because I actually didn't really gravitate more for to the denim at all. I yes. love the black outfits. I oh, feel like the black uh, outfits really kind of mm-hmm. showed like that's what Luna would wear in FX. That's what Solar would mm-hmm. wear in a Mama Moon. Yeah. That's what Honey would wear in Exit? XID? EXID, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what they would wear in those groups. And to me, it kind of showed them coming together as a trio. Uh, so I liked that. And I think that's also how the denim played, but I'm not a big fan of the denim outfits. <laughs> so, and I'm the bowling alley was just weird to me <laughs> yeah and the contacts were weird to me but i really like the girls looked beautiful they really yeah. did so three three main visuals <laughs> supermatic uh funny enough i also gave it a three uh, we're all feeling just very satisfactory <laughs> about this in- entire song well because for me like my reasoning is that uh something i forgot to take a note of earlier is that one thing i do give props for in terms of the music video like again solar stood out to me vocally and also visually i just felt like between the three of them she took the most command like she to me in the music video she caught my eye like she takes a hold of that performer she delivers the most mm. attitude and like the most presence like she had the most presence to me when i was comparing all three while, while watching this mv so i i mean i gotta say honestly vocally and visually it was solar that saved this song for me from giving it lower scores yeah is it because she winked at you <laughs> maybe because honey winked too all true, true. <laughs> yeah i mean going along with that i mean i might say that solar was the most different mm-hmm. out of the three in terms of well i thought like luna and honey were trying to be more flirty um, yeah. Again, more essential in their hip movements um, for it. But Solar, I think she spunky, smiley yeah. rather than than flirty, enticing. Mm-hmm. I think that was the big difference that I noticed between the three members. I mean, I still love Honey. I still love Luna. Oh yeah, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but, you cannot love them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You speak to some K-pop fans. That's like I can only love one. It's right? like, oh yeah. man, um, Daybok or not overall. Supermatic, I'll, I'll kick it off with you. I mean, it, it's still Daybox to me. I mean, it's it's an enjoyable song. I mean, I will listen to it if it comes up. It's not going to be a go-to for me, but I mean, I don't, I don't hate it to the point where it's not Daybox. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I, I'll go next. Um, so, I am so close to giving it not Daybox, but like, the way these girls showed themselves, <laughs> I'm sorry, this sounds so shallow, but like, <laughs> you know, the, the way they present themselves, I, I was drawn in. Um, I think the song isn't bad. So it, 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 it makes it by the, like the skin of its teeth. So it's like Daybok for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I also am going to say Daybok, but not like enthusiastically. Yeah, not emphatically. Like, here's the yeah. thing. I'm not going to change the channel and I'll probably watch the MV again. It's yeah. not, it's not like the whole thing is it's good good enough <laughs> good enough yeah <laughs> it, it it just meets the bar i i think and, and that's what we're, we're saying about the song overall it, it's, it's just barely daybok yeah okay well that's it for i don't even know what to call them solar honey luna there you go yeah okay there it. we go <laughs> i did it yes <laughs> and their song honeybee Like 
next <laughs> it's 21 and it this is like the song that they play at the 21 funeral <laughs> it's the goodbye song <sighs> The quick background on this, um, after 2 announced that they were breaking up, they later, like I think a month later, they clarified, okay, you know what, we're going to come out with a song to close it out, to close mm-hmm. this chapter. And the music video itself is fairly stripped down. It's all in black and white. Yep. And it just features CL, Parkbomb, and Dara going through experiences. There's uh, a projection at pre- previous music videos and, uh, and also their world tour and their world tour in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, and it shows uh, Park Bomb and Dara emotionally singing on this Park Bomb through a silhouette. Sandra Park finding herself underneath a pipeline. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and CL, you know, mm-hmm. on like a, it seems like a, a seance. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, with all the candles. Mm-hmm. So. It's them singing a very light stripped down song. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. <laughs> so what did we think of the song? Oh, and one last quick note on this. It should be, I guess there was some controversy around Minji finding out about the song through the news rather than through her members or through the uh, YG label directly. They left out to dry, okay. Mm. Yes, yes. I guess as uh I, I believe I read in one of the interviews, I think it was CL, one of the members mentioned that, well, this is a letter or a message to Minji from the rest of the bandmates to her in particular. Yeah. Well, it was originally supposed to be just for Minji, but then once like Tony One was for sure disbanding, they kind of made it a dual purpose as also like a letter to Minji as well as the Blackjacks. Ah, there you go. <sighs> Deep sigh. Deep sigh, indeed. So, did it close the chapter for you guys? I want to say yes, but at the same time, I feel like there's... I feel a little unfulfilled mm-hmm. still, honestly. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, Go on. Cheryl. <laughs> oh, I'm so bitter. I'm, I'm really bitter about it. I really am. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think it closed the chapter, but it's just not how it should have been done. Mm-hmm. Definitely not how it should have been done. Mm-hmm. I thought it was disrespectful. Well, for me, I... I mean, as a song, it's something different. It's not the usual to anyone sound. I mean, usually with to anyone, we expect color, dancing, fanfare, strong girl power attitude. That's true. None of that really in this. this like right from the get go, you can tell how somber and melancholy this is. Yeah, and of course. It's it's on a sad note. It's it's goodbye. I mean, they did have songs like uh, what was it, "Lonely" and "It Hurts," right? True. But those were, I think, stylistically very different, right? Yeah. I mean, but those are supposed to be emotionally heartfelt. Mm-hmm. I think songs, at least yeah. that, that was probably intention. I don't know if I felt that way about it. Like for me, I think. I can confidently say, like, especially when I think back to the whole 21 catalog, because, I mean, I 
I used to be a blackjack. I'll come right off the bat. Too, and he was one of the groups that got me into K-pop in the first place. Yeah, I think this is definitely the saddest song to mm-hmm. anyone's ever done. I mean, you can feel it. There's like just listening to the one acoustic guitar, which is the only music that song. Yeah, mm-hmm. accompanied just by the vocals of the three ladies, CL, Dara, and uh, Park Bomb. Yeah, and then the lyrics too is like until that far away day when we meet again. It's just like everything about this is so sad. Yeah, but one thing for me, and I was also reading it online too, that kind of stood out that I noticed is like in all like because the music videos in black and white there's like silhouettes there's veiled figures you see each of the girls walking alone in the music videos like by themselves mm-hmm. we don't even see the three of them together until the very last moments of the video when they're like on the, on bed. the bed yeah yeah uh the the one thing to me that was i kind of took like, as a positive is the the candles which which were also pretty prevalent through the music video because the thing about candles is like they're kind of like a symbol they're like the light in the darkness so there's yeah. like that small hope that Maybe someday there will be some actual closure to this whole 21 chapter. Well, I, I think this was supposed to be that closure. I know, but like, I'm pretty sure we can all agree like there, like none of us really feel that closure yet because it's, mm. like, it's still so fresh and still ingrained. Like this, All this has still just happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're not going to feel It just happened to the public. Soon. Yes. That's For them, right. they were done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that was like a, a long drawn out thing internally. Yeah. Um, I think for me, and I, I have to confess here that I'm a blackjack, so know that this is the bias that I'm operating under. <laughs> um, but for me, it was that closure. Hmm. Like, I mean, this was very, to me, emotionally, it, it felt like it was trying to close it. It was trying to kill it. I mean, I, I said, you know, maybe it was a witch's science at the beginning, but it could have been CL's funeral pyro, pyre <laughs> at the very beginning, you know, with all the candles around her. So... I, I liked how it slowly brings in the vocals from CL. And then what I really began to feel it was when uh, Dara began her verse. And that's mm-hmm. when you start hearing the bass come in on top of the guitar. And that's the most, like, that was the deepest, uh, most layered part musically of the entire song. The chorus I thought was fairly lacking, but uh, I could see that they were trying to play to each of the three girls' the strengths, but it didn't quite deliver. It's still a I think mostly uh, a lot of the attention was given to CL. Yeah. Through the through the music video. All the way to the end. All the way to the end. Yeah. I mean, she's the only one like sitting upright on the bed at the end. That just felt like a slap in the face to me. Cause yeah. I'm, I hate labeling myself as like a fan. Oh, sure. Fandom, yeah, 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 yeah. But I could be classified as a blackjack. I mean, mm-hmm. and Dara and Bomb were like my favorites. Mm-hmm. So for me to kind of see them like down at the end and like CL up, I was just like, really, we're doing this. We're really yeah. doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, the song to me felt more like a romantic goodbye or mm. a romantic end instead of a, a letter to fans. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it felt very much like a relationship, not like a serious relationship, mm-hmm. not like a, relationship with a fan Mm. so you know there was like they mentioned that it was actually a song for cl's album or something oh no kidding so for me it probably could have been a song of her singing about a romantic goodbye and then they converted it to a 21 goodbye and then when she's standing in front of that projection it's only cl you don't see bomb in front of the projection you don't see dara yeah it's just cl so For me, that just kind of symbolizes why I'm so bitter. Because <laughs> this is like a CL. CL. Yeah. I get it. Like, I get it. You're trying to say CL's the last one standing. Mm. Uh, 
or sitting at this point. <laughs> oh. I mean, do you think that was deliberate by YG to, I mean, show that like, hey, you know, pay attention, pay attention to I this mean, one here? It might be. I wouldn't put it past YG Entertainment to do something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, hmm. I, I so. think I'm there in that boat with you, Cheryl, because like, honestly, to me, I wouldn't be surprised if this was like any other song, any other circumstance. But the fact that it's supposed to be the goodbye song for 21 to the fans as well as like uh, towards Minzy but uh, they're just honestly like I I watched this music video a lot and I was like listening to it and it really feels more like CL featuring Dara and Bomb (laughs) not to anyone yeah (laughs) and that kind of makes me a little sad because I would have liked I would have liked to see a little bit more equality I guess because I mean this is supposed to be 21 so make it 21 not Mm -hmm. not cl featuring Mm -hmm. former 21 (laughs) i mean how do you think they could have done it better bring minzy bring minzy back give more uh lines to dara and bomb (laughs) yeah more verses or the chorus more (laughs) yeah the way they even marketed the song it's like they showed a picture of minzy with the group and everybody like got all crazed and then they released it and the video shows her but you don't hear her it's just it's really, I, I don't know if this goodbye is supposed to be super empty, but I feel super empty after watching it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, at least they didn't go the SM route and not acknowledge Jessica with SNSD. At least it's not Jessica. Just pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. I mean, at least they're acknowledging Minzy. <laughs> yeah. Even though she found out through the media. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Right. So I believe we had a few people weigh in this on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So what Will said, I tweeted that goodbye was actually the first song that highlighted for me the black pink comparison. Bittersweet, but again, marred by YG in his ways with press releases. Yep. 21, just like Brave Girls, deserve better, a tour or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, I also asked him for further clarification on what he meant with the Blackpink comparison. And he yeah. said that it just, it sounded like a song that they were trying to keep in the pipeline more for Blackpink sonically. Mm. And I can kind of agree with him because like I was thinking about it and <laughs> I feel kind of bad. I forgot that Blackpink had the song stay because <laughs> I was trying to think of yeah. like, what, what do you mean Blackpink comparison? There's Playing With Fire, there's Boom Bye Y'all, there's Whistle. I don't see any of that in this song. And I was like, oh wait, they have stay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The post-apocalyptic Boom Bye yeah. song. <laughs> I, but it sounds like it was originally a CL song. Song. yeah yeah I and i, I can see that songs. now totally now that you pointed out it's like oh it's totally a cl song you know i was having this conversation with what will said on twitter and you know obviously if they had a tour i think that would have been a preferred route for the fans i mean at least yeah. you get to see them again i think it maybe get closer sharing the moment it, like we've heard other artist tours like the goodbye tour Right, like that could have been a. I mean, a goodbye tour is basically let's milk a little bit more money exactly. and give fans, you know, a little gift. Yes. I don't like the word closure because for me, if I'm done with something, I'm done. I don't need closure. <laughs> uh huh. Um, but a goodbye tour would have been great. It would have been better than seeing CL sing 75% of 21's catalog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that would have been better. I mean, it could be that you know there was contract contract negotiations i'm sure i'm sure that were you know preventing you know questions on whether or not the group would continue if they knew that the group wouldn't for sure continue i think at a certain point they probably would have executed on this tour sooner yeah i mean one would hope right and that would have been the preferred route Mm -hmm. uh we covered this on a previous show too like again i just have to make note of it if anyone didn't catch that episode from about a month ago that I have to question the timing of everything as well because CL recently did her American tour here, which Peter, you and I both went to. Yeah. 
And even during those shows, she was introducing herself. She was saying, like, I go by CL of 281. Not, like, formally 21. So it's like, well, if CL was doing that, then clearly they still had some hope of 21 still continuing. Could be. Could be. Yeah, I mean, maybe when she was planning her tour and when they were choreographing her her tour sequence, that's what they decided on. Mm -hmm. So in this conversation on whether or not, you know, 21 should have had a tour or not, uh, Roger Thomas uh, tweeted, you know, it didn't seem likely... Koreans aren't as big on gossip, but what info do we, what, but what info we do have makes it seem like a nasty split. Mm. With no Minji in the vid or song, a future for 2NE1 seems impossible. I don't think we're, we're going to see 2NE1 again. I, I don't think it's even going to be like an SES sort of function, mm. a reunion thing. Yeah. I think it'll be interesting to follow each of these members as they continue their careers in different ways. Um, I'm, probably going to still root for CL knowing that I think there's probably some spite here that CL is, is taking a lot of of uh, you know the production resources and the creative energy that was originally allocated for 21 mm-hmm. but I still have hopes for her as a musician as an entertainer yeah and then Dara's got her own stuff going on she's apparently mm-hmm. like got a very strong following in the Philippines from yes. what I remember reading. Well, I mean, that's what she was brought into 21 yeah. for to begin with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, like, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with Minzy, but, I mean, best of luck to her. She's under JYP now, I believe. I think. JYP? Or, no, um, she's heard, on or, a, She's like in a smaller label. Oh, in a smaller yeah. label. Yeah. I, I read or heard somewhere that she was with JYP, and I was like, wait, really? With JYP? No. <laughs> like, no. Oh. <laughs> Well, best of luck to Minzy either way. And I, I can't help but feel for her in this whole situation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's kind of the 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 original um, label mate that started the whole joke of the YG dungeon. So, <laughs> yeah. So, and, you know, deal world, we would have had a tour, but uh, not with this song. Yeah. Um, so, you know, what Will said even further clarified was like, look, even Rainbow got a farewell <laughs> tour. Rainbow. <laughs> IOI just showcased how well multi-agency groups can be mm-hmm. so overall let's go to our ratings audio supermatic i actually i gave this a pretty strong score i mean i listened to it a lot and i had to consider this but i ended up giving it a four just because like mm. even though it's not the usual 21 sound it's just like it it's one of those songs where knowing or at least having the info that i do as only a fan because we don't really know the whole truth when sure. anything that happened yeah yeah it still tucks at the mm-hmm. heartstrings yeah and i'm a sucker for just like acoustic guitar riffs, especially with emotional songs mm-hmm. yeah and also as a former blackjack like even though i did kind of feel empty at the same song i feel like this song is at least a good attempt at, mm-hmm. at closing the chapter yeah so overall a four okay sounds good cheryl i'm gonna say <laughs> yes um, about 3.5 for me, which okay. I, it's a beautiful song and it, that guitar really makes it for mm-hmm. me, I think. And I, I love Dara and I love bomb. So <laughs> I just, I have to for them. Yeah. Cause it's just like, it's a beautiful song. I like CL, but that song with, uh, especially when like bomb comes in, like when she comes in for her part, I'm like, yes, she's here. <laughs> okay you guys we could do this yeah so that's how i feel 3.5 okay. and that might be actually a little too good but <laughs> i'm sticking to it okay okay uh, and our resident black uh, yes I, i'm also giving it a four because when it first came out i was like wow i feel it mm-hmm. i emotionally connected with me i think again right when dara's verse came in i thought that was particularly good but the more i listened to it like i was listening re-listening to it for a show today i was like 
I don't like it as much as when I first did. Mm. It, it was something that I needed, I think, to close the act, but like, it's, I'd rather play 21's other songs yeah. over this one. But on one hand, you know, I will say if anyone's going to do a ballad well, it's usually like Big Bang or 21, who I usually like it by. And I think, you know, I'm not one to like these sort of acoustic songs. Yeah, it's usually not your cup of tea. Oh, definitely not. Especially <laughs> like, I mean, 21 has had other like guitar based mm-hmm. songs before. What was that song that they had? I should know this. It's like playing in my head, but I can't remember. We'll take the... your blackjack card away. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> um, Are you sure you're not thinking of lonely? Yes, it's it lonely. It, I, I, was, I was fast forwarding it in my head. I was, I was fast forwarding it to get to the chorus, but yeah, it's lonely. Lonely, you know, it starts off with that guitar riff. Mm-hmm. And I think it, this is a lighter stripped down version of that mm-hmm. um, with a very hypnotic uh, loop on the, on the main guitar riff. Um, so yeah, I, I give it a four because I, I like that that raw emotional feeling I'm mm-hmm. getting with this song, but I'm not going to remember it. Um, mm. I, I'm going to play their other songs. Yeah. It, this song served its purpose. So concept. I had a hard time giving this a concept score because I kept on going around between 3.5 and a four. Uh, I ended up sticking to the four only because like I maybe mm. given it a higher score. If they gave Dara and bomb more time, like in, in, uh, in compliments with the song as well like i said overall just i kind of wish that dara and bomb were given more yeah and uh, not a knock on cl i mean it's probably more of like yg and how he's choosing to handle things yeah um as we can all probably agree on but i felt like pairing the concept with the song and just like the whole pictures like the black and white seeing each of the three ladies like being alone by themselves it's kind of reflected like the whole situation of how disconnected they might feel because of the way everything went down the absence of Minzy that you just you can't get over. Yeah, I mean, I, I gave it a four because one thing for me is that I am a sucker for anything that gets at me emotionally, something that tugs at the heartstrings. Mm-hmm. This did that, mm-hmm. so that's why I like both audio and concept four and four. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, podcasters or podcast listeners can't see, but Cheryl was just you know patting <laughs> Supermatic on the yeah. back here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it through this. <laughs> okay, uh, concept Cheryl. 2.5 yes um i i felt like some of it was awkward i don't know i bomb in the little ceramic (laughs) concrete pipe whatever yeah yeah that was a little weird um it's like where is she what 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 is she doing there was also like some blurry scenes but then you see dara and she's super clear um well, she's the main visual, I think. So that's why they were probably <laughs> trying to... I guess. <laughs> and they don't want to focus too much on Park Bomb's surgery. So I think that's probably why she was silhouetted. Oh, right. <laughs> Which I, I felt it accented oh, a little bit more. Okay. Um, but still, she just felt like really awkward inside of that thing. Yeah. Um, I, I just really, really don't like seeing a lot of Minzy when she's not in it. Mm. You know, it just and then like the end where it feels like all three of them are together, but then CL is sitting up. I just it just felt really weird and not good to me. So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could totally see that. Totally. I feel like I might shock you guys with this, but I'm giving it a two. Ooh. For the concept. Like I I really didn't like it. I mean like I, I don't know. I mean, truth be told, I'm not sure how they could have better handled it. Like, I, I'm not sure, like, you know, knowing that Minji was going to be out of the picture, they contractually probably couldn't have brought her in. Um, they probably, this is probably their, 
may have been the best way, but mm. um, it felt like, you know, they're trying to like, okay, we only have th- these many resources. Uh, we need to just make this sad and somber, uh, make this their funeral. We're going to show really sad, emotionally draining images of flowers being melted. Oh. And that's kind of how I felt about it in terms of like, well, I, I wasn't visually, I was uh, uninspired. Mm. So I, I, I really don't know. It, it just felt lazy in my opinion, in terms of uh, how they showed it. YG, when we look at YG productions, right, if they really gave it as much production value as they had with Blackpink or 21 in its heyday or Big Bang, yeah, I feel like we probably would have gotten more. Um, Big Bang's Last Dance, I felt even that song, I didn't really like the production value of that, of that song, yeah. but I thought that was higher than this. Mm. So for YG, we know they could have done better, but they were probably keeping it light knowing that they want to save those resources for the future yeah like winner icon <laughs> if they're gonna do anything with those groups yeah yeah they said <laughs> they said coming soon <laughs> soon <laughs> so vague so daybok or not guys it's daybok for me daybok <laughs> i'm gonna go with not not Ooh. yeah yeah i think that's pretty fair mm-hmm. um I'm going to give it a barely a day box. Barely. Like, <laughs> this is a barely day box. Yeah, barely day box. <laughs> That's a new category now. New, new rating. Barely day box. Um, like I, our resident blackjack. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. His card is getting taken away. Yes. Remember that. Yeah. I, I would have liked this song more if like I didn't have the visual elements distracting me mm. from it. I think I would have internalized it more if I just closed my eyes. I see. And I listened to it. So this is one where you kind of like wish they would have left it more to the fans' imagination? Yeah. I think emotionally yeah. I would have connected with it more. Okay. Yeah. So kind of like with the IOI route that they did with Downpour, which was their last single, but the MV is just like footage from all their performances. Yeah. I mean, look, we have to realize that the K-pop model for distribution, right, mm-hmm. is the music video for a, a big part of it, right? Yeah. And if you're going to release something on YouTube, you need to have something visually, you know, stimulating, compelling. So, I mean, it may just be that they have to do this just in order to get it out there. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's why you recycle, you know, old footage from past, you know, tours or music videos and stuff you put together and to try to make it, you know, an emotional compilation. But again, I think if, if we were to take more, you know, emotion away from the song and if I was going to get better closure with this group, I would have gotten more if it didn't have a music video. Okay. Mm. Yeah. And this just could be, you know, who I am and, and how I, how I process music and, and how I like to, you know, consume it. Mm. Well, that's actually not like too abnormal a stance because I was reading some of the comments on the Goodbye MV and I noticed quite a few fans kind of agreeing with each other. There was one comment where uh, the person said like, I would have liked this so much more if the MV was just a film role of all of the prior 21 footage, like world tour and MVs. Hmm. Oh, yeah. and hmm. nothing new. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah. yeah, I would have. So it doesn't Same. feel like, you know, one, some members are given preferential treatment over mm-hmm. others. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
Well, I hope that wasn't too much of a downer. It's um, totally a downer. <laughs> <laughs> but we have closure now. Yes, I hope. <laughs> it's gone. We can get on, move on with our lives. Closure is overrated. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we can just move forward. <laughs> move forward. All right. And uh, go to 22. <laughs> yes. oh, and and Cheryl, were you the one who came up with that phrase 22? No, so, oh. but I did. we did use it on a Drama Candy podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, so, I first heard it from you, Peter. So I, I, I heard it from you guys. Or, wait, so. or maybe we did it. No, episode twenty-one. We did. You know what? I don't know, but okay. a lot of people use it. Okay, okay, okay. But yes, that's blackjack is twenty-two for all intents and purposes. Um, okay, so we this week we also took a look. We thought we'd do something a little different for this episode, bringing on Cheryl from Drama Candy Podcast. We'd like to, I think you know look at something we don't usually look at for at least for the k-pop podcast Mm -hmm. but still i think is thematically relevant um so uh if you're in the hallyu community you probably have heard of this drama Mm -hmm. it's goblin (laughs) and it's kind of blowing up right now well it just ended just Uh, ended yes and it's um gong yu which a lot of people remember from the coffee prince yes Mm -hmm. And then uh, Kim Golan, who was in Cheese in the Trap, I think was her last drama. But, you know, I my whole issue, and I keep saying it everywhere, every time somebody wants to talk about Goblin, is that here we have this old god goblin who's lusting after a high schooler. Oh, but, uh, that's not at all creepy, uh, guys. <laughs> and then the, the next argument with that is like, well, you know, she turned 20, so she's legal now. Well, she's still a high schooler. Uh, she's still a high schooler, you guys. Yeah. Um, but it is it is a beautiful drama. It's beautifully mm. filmed. If you ignore all the product placement, it's beautifully filmed. Like, you're, it's visually just beautiful. And, mm. of course, as with most very popular dramas, the OST is really good. Yes. Mm. So, like the first one of the first songs out of it was "Punchy" or "Punch" with a feature from EXO's Chanyeol, and oh. that song was really good. Didn't really need Chanyeol to be <laughs> to be serious, but okay. But the really popular song is one that I I don't know if you noticed it. If you guys did, you guys listen to it yet or like notice it? But. What? It's being marketed as a song by Hazy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Our our highs are... Highs? Yeah. as a song that she did right but if you know the drama the drama behind the drama you know that somebody else really sings that song oh yeah really so so for yes uh why don't don't you dive right into it cheryl because i i think for for supermatic and and our listeners who might not be acutely familiar the controversy over 
who who's actually singing in this in this song in this so, OST. So throughout Goblin, and when you hear this song, it's called Round and Round. Um, you hear a singer who also does another song on the OST named Han Suji. I, I believe so. Yeah. And I'm not Korean. I, I can't pronounce these correctly, but yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to read my really messy handwriting. So <laughs> the first 50 seconds of the released song is her. Oh. Yeah, right. And then it goes into highs oh. Yeah, for like three minutes. Yeah. And that's the, and the release says it's a high song featuring Han Suji. It's all over the drama, basically. And mm-hmm. so if you read some of the comments, you can see how people are, wait a second. Yeah. Wait. Hold up. Wait a second. <laughs> Who's featuring who? Exactly. Yeah. Um, rumor has it that um, CJ is the one that made that decision. Yeah. Ah. To try to get... It, it's funny. So when I, when I f- first heard about this controversy, I'm like really like who's who's the more famous popular person here and then because uh, i like Hayes. highs do i really if i know how to pronounce her name <laughs> anyway i love her songs right Hayes. well in korean it's Hayes. 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 i should really learn how to pronounce korean things correctly it's like saying hello <laughs> no it's not <laughs> but I mean, I, I was looking at her other songs. I was just trying to scope out the view counts. It's like, okay, she's over 5 million for each of her you know, major singles, the ones that she did with Teen and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I can kind of see why CJ would make that decision because there is some, you know, falling for her. But was it the right one? Was it the morally right one? Because it's like, well, this is not the real star within the song itself. Mm. Yes. No, not at all. Yeah. Like, and <laughs> uh, my roommate and I were listening to it, and I'm all, no, just just wait, just wait. Yes. She's like, oh, I love this song. And then it changed, and she's like, like the, her whole face changed. And she's like, who's that? Oh. That's not in the drama. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Yes. Huh, interesting. So I think maybe Supermatic, maybe we might give a different perspective on this. We haven't seen the drama yet. <laughs> I say yet, because I'm sure we will. <laughs> but... Um, I when I listened to the song when you shared it with us, it was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And I, I honest to God, thought it was the same singer throughout the entire song. I didn't even notice. And then when I when I actually paid attention, like today, I was like, you know, who who sings this? And I'm like, wait, it's Hayes. I'm like, mm. really? It's like this doesn't sound like her. This isn't her usual stuff. She usually does a lot more like soulful, like R and B sort of sound. And then then I found out about this controversy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's also like interesting to note that if you do find this song like on YouTube, it's just a picture. There's no MV at all, and it's mm-hmm. racking up views like crazy because it is yeah. that popular. Yes, it's a very popular song for, and it you know just the audio. Yeah, right. It can be done just audio alone if it's hmm. a good song. Interesting. Well, and it's also jacking off of uh, of Goblin, which is immensely popular. But yeah, yeah. What did we think of this song? The first 50 seconds. <laughs> I love. Yeah. If you watch the drama, you kind of um, get a feel of like how like dreamy and what is it? Ethereal, I guess is the Ethereal, word. Yeah. That it can, mm. you know, where it's placed. And I think one of the key scenes was, <laughs> it's kind of a funny scene where two of the characters, um, Gong Yu and Lee Dong Wook are walking down and it's, kind of funny because they're also carrying groceries but you just see a shadow of them 
So it just looks kind of badass at the same time, but then they have groceries. But the song goes into play and it visually and sound and visually, it just looked really good, looked and sounded really good. So um, for the first 50 seconds, I love. I see. Supermatic, you had a chance to listen? Uh, Yeah, I listened to it a few times after you linked me to it. And uh, I'll admit right off the bat, I'm probably the least informed about Goblin here. I've been hearing about it. I mean, I'm more of like on the K-pop music side, but I do watch dramas every now and then. I've been meaning to check out Goblin because recently I've started watching dramas. I've watched stuff like uh, Dr. Crush, Let's mm-hmm. Let It Go, Scarlet Heart Rio, all that, which had IU. A lot of the dramas I watch because of a K-pop idol being in it, eminently. Got it. This one, I'm curious. You don't like Sung Jae? Sunday's cool. (laughs) Uh, I was actually curious to check this one out because I've seen it blow up all over my social feeds, like Facebook, Twitter, even on Instagram, and then like have friends like sending me Snapchats of them watching it, and especially like my 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 girl, my female. Let me Snapchat you me watching something. Like I've been, I've received Snapchats from like some of my female friends, and they're like literally crying over this drama, and I'm like, oh god, is it really that? I have Snapchats of me yelling. (laughs) I might have been drinking a little bit but <laughs> i was yelling yeah. at the drama and i'm just like uh i'm curious about it too because gong Yu actually it's funny i recognize him from train to busan which is one of yeah. my favorite movies yeah. so <laughs> yeah but uh the song itself it sounded pretty good to me i mean i i enjoyed it i i wish i was a little more familiar with all the background info to it i honestly thought it was uh just a high song as well i didn't catch the the vocal change I'm yeah. um, like mind blown here, being informed by the by the I, controversy. Boom, next, it. next time you hear it, you're gonna be like, <gasps> yeah, like now I'll be listening for it. Yeah, yeah, that like, that 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 vocal change, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh, honestly, uh, when I first listened to this, a couple of times after you linked it to me, Peter, I was like, that's an enjoyable song. I mean, I, I would expect that from a drama getting this much praise. And at uh, to your point cheryl if there's one thing i learned with k dramas is that one of the accompanying things about it is a is the ost and that's a big part in how popular the drama overall is and a lot of the music ends up being pretty good right so sorry go ahead yeah i mean i was just gonna say like uh i'm probably gonna check out the ost as well maybe while i start watching this because this song i thought was like good i'm wondering if there's anything i might instantly like better Mm. because so far this is the only thing off the cosmo ost i have heard yeah and uh i mean for what it is i i thought it was nice i mean it's definitely enjoyable nothing immediately memorable in my head but like if it comes up i'll listen to it i it's funny because um a lot of these songs i soundtracks i listen to i listen to for that nostalgia Mm. so to remember like what it was the feelings that i had when i was watching this movie or tv show or playing this video game even (laughs) right so i mean like you know there was some medleys and tunes that like on their own i probably wouldn't really like but like you know play that chocobo remix or um <laughs> that final fantasy like you know scale or go, it's like that resonates with me because i remember it i associate it with everything that i've experienced from you know watching the series or playing the yeah. series but having not seen goblin and just taking it you know purely on the audio part i actually really like this song um <laughs> As I was listening to it, I was kind of imagining 
like something kind of uh, thematically similar to like Inception. It's like, oh, they're piecing together a puzzle and then they're like, <laughs> and they have that epiphany moment. And that's why you have like the strings come in, you know, from the symphony uh, in the background. And it's like, oh, and then this and this and this, and then it comes together. So that that's kind of what I heard when I was listening to it. Um, I don't know if there's a moment like that in the show, <laughs> but no. okay. But I thought it was pretty cool. And, um, you know, we listen to K-pop and we don't always understand the lyrics right <laughs> and this song i believe if i'm listening to it correctly was in english <laughs> yeah right so <laughs> i'm all yeah. yeah exactly it's not completely decipherable for an english speaker i was gonna ask about that because i i was listening to this and i was like are they singing in english because it doesn't sound entirely korean <laughs> right right but Again, we listen to K-pop. Mm-hmm. Um, I even like groups like Classicwai, where they'll you know sing um, you know another version of the song in English. Yeah, and I don't even need to know what they're saying <laughs> because it's just the melody of their voice. I think on you know on the song, or even sometimes I I even grow to like the way they mispronounce things, <laughs> like the way they add the R's and the you know in places where you wouldn't say it as a you know first English first speaker. Mm-hmm. So that I, I kind of grew to like, I think, with this song. It's like, I don't need to know what they're saying, but I like this melody. And the way it, it, it feels like, ah, uh, I'm closer to reaching this pivotal moment <laughs> in whatever is going on in the show. Mm-hmm. So that's what I liked about this song. It's a good song. I mean, mm-hmm. it really fit the drama very well. And, uh, you know, it's one of those songs that if you were to gauge it on kind of a popularity of previous dramas, um there's like it's okay that's love like they had um well who was the one chen had a song on that Mm -hmm. and it was like everybody heard that song and they knew exactly what scene you know that song was (laughs) Mm -hmm, from you mm -hmm. know and then another one like you know descendants of the sun they Uh, had that song that everybody like quickly connected to so this is like one of those songs that people are connecting to the drama yes yes so debak or not guys Daybuck. 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 <laughs> and I will give it Daybuck. Okay. So I, I think if there's one thing that we can all get behind, it's, it's this it's this OST. Yeah. <laughs> at least for this episode. I, I think this is like the real winner here mm-hmm. for the, the songs that at least we reviewed for today. So I think that's it for our episode. Wow. Um, so Cheryl, where can people find you on the social medias? Cheryl Fornia on Twitter. Yes, on Twitter. <laughs> that's mine. So, and then, like, if you want to catch up with, like, Drama Candy, that's where we are everywhere for the Hollywood cast. And then It's Candy Candy is our Twitter for the blog site and candycandy.com. Two Ks. There you go. And I, again, am a K-pop DJ. It's <laughs> at DJ Peter Lowe. And I'm your resident K-pop b-boy and dancer. You can find me at Supermatic, which is S-O-U-P-E-R-M-A-T-I-C. Go ahead and hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, and even my YouTube channel. <laughs> and let us know, guys, if you disagree with us, if you think there's something that we really missed, just give us a tweet and mm-hmm. we'll uh, fold it in, as yeah. we have with uh, our, our stars that we keep bringing back, So what Will said and Roger Thomas. So yep. thank you guys for, uh, for joining the conversation. Yep. Um, we'll be back um, next week. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think <laughs> we'll see. I don't know about me, but yeah. you guys. You're welcome back anytime, Cheryl. Anytime you want to come back, you know, we'll we'll, we'll bring you in. And Yay. to our listeners out there, also, like, uh, just 
anytime throughout the week feel free to hit peter and me up it's uh with the hashtag k podcast k p o p c a s t join in the conversation let us know what you guys want us to review let us know if uh you enjoyed this episode how wrong we are for our opinions (laughs) please have a conversation with us we would more than welcome it (laughs) okay catch you guys later on the flip side bye